Hi there, and welcome to the Toasted Tale podcast. My name is Jim Lillywhite Bewley, and we have Span the Subject Randomizer and have a topic for today's show. But before we go into that, I've got a Patreon, and if you enjoy what you hear today, then I'd love for you to consider maybe becoming a supporter of me and the Toasted Tale podcast. I'll go into a little bit more about this at the end and the benefits to you for supporting me, but for now, let's get into today's story. Have you got a belief or an ideal that you would be willing to die for? There are many great causes around the world and in history of time that people have laid their lives down for. I mean, even now, there are surely people paying the ultimate price for what they believe in. A example I can pull out of thin air right now is what's happening in Ukraine, where you have people of that nation, and also from nations all over the world, travelling to the region in order to defend the country and its right to be a free one. Veteran listeners of the Toasted Tell podcast will remember that in earlier episodes I would spin a magical subject randomizer which would land on a topic and then I would do a little bit of research for and then make a show about it, trying to find the interesting story within. Now, some of the subjects this landed on would be just a nugget of beautiful information that I would just dive into, have a really great time. And others would be a bit more stale that I'd have to really work at to get the story from. Now, the one I got recently was St. George's in Diodosk. Now, at first I was a little bit confused, not really sure what this even was, but Diodosk is a small town outside of Moscow. It still is actually connected to Moscow in a way. And in Diodosk, there is a church to St. George. Now, you may have heard of that man before, but just to give you an image of this beautiful building, it is almost all white, except for the roof, which is more of a slate grey blue. And then on top, you have these very Russian-esque onion domes. Now, there's many on top. There's about five on the main building and they are aligned in a kind of square, and on the square ones you have these beautiful blue onions, and then in the centre you have this rich, shiny gold. And it's a beautiful sight, and when I was looking up and found Didonsk as the subject today, I was like, wow, that's a beautiful building. I will actually put a photo of it in the description of today's podcast. But then it made me think, okay, well... It's just a district in Moscow. Is there something more interesting here? And so I thought, well, this church to St. George, I've heard about him. I did a bit of research, and he was a truly fascinating character. And when you read about this man, especially what he patrons, you get to understand that he kind of has a bit of everything, a finger in all the pies. For example, as a national or patron saint of a country, he is the saint of Georgia. England, Ethiopia, Catalonia, Aragon, Valencia, Portugal or Brazil, Russia and Bulgaria, Bosnia, Montenegro and Serbia. Whether this is a current patron saint or a saint in the past, or if those nations don't exist anymore as a whole, it's still pretty impressive. 
And it doesn't even end with national patronages. He also is the patron saint of scouting and of the Boy Scouts of America. And militarily, he is the patron saint of cavalry and armor branches in most Christian nations, the patron saint of soldiers and all people protecting the nation. He is also the patron saint of Greece and the Cypriot armed forces. And also, some United States cavalry units have St. George as their patron. As a bit of a side as well, I don't know whether he would have intended to have this when he was originally living his life and uh, earning his sainthood, but he's also the patron saint of skin disease sufferers and syphilitic people. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was one of the other saints uh, just going about doing my thing, I'd be pretty annoyed by everything that George has taken, you know? It's like, okay, what do you want to be the patron saint of? Oh, I didn't realise that just taking everything was, was an option, you know? But he obviously is beloved by many people, and when so many millions look up to him as a religious figurehead, and I kind of wanted to know what the big deal was. And we go back to the initial question I asked you at the beginning of this episode. Is there an ideal that you would die for? Well, St. George, or also known as George of Lida back in his day, was a soldier in the Roman army in the latter years of the 3rd century. He was a Praetorian Guard member of the Roman Emperor Diocletian. Now, the empire at this time was still paganly run, and St. George, being of the Christian faith, came into direct uh, loggerheads with the emperor on this. And so when Diocletian, his emperor, instructed his men to, to convert to the pagan beliefs, and St. George refused, he was sentenced to death for not recanting his Christian faith. There are two main versions of this legend, one from the Greek point of view, one from the Latin. The Greek version we have is from a 5th century text, and its fragments are preserved in the British Library, where they spin this tale that George was born to Greek Christian parents in Cappadocia, his father dying for the faith when George was 14, and his mother returned with George to her homeland of Syria, Palestinia. A few years later, George's mother died, and George travelled to the eastern imperial capital Nicomedia, where he joined the Roman army. It was here where he was persecuted for his beliefs, and in Greek legend, during the Diocletian persecutions of AD 303, George was executed by decapitation before Nicomedia's city wall. According to a witness, who was the Empress Alexandra of Rome, she was so distraught by this display that she too became a Christian, and joined George in his martyrdom. His body was then returned to Lydda for burial, where Christians soon came to honour him as a martyr. The Latin version and account of events, not to be outdone by the Greeks, is a little bit different. They, they change Diocletian here, and he becomes Dacian, the emperor of Persians. And they have George living and dying in Melitony, in Cappadocia. And his martyrdom was greatly extended 
to more than twenty separate tortures over the course of seven years, and over the course of his martyrdom, over forty thousand pagans were converted to Christianity, including, in the previous version, Emperor Alexandra. To add a final bit of showmanship to the story, apparently when George finally died, the wicked Dacian was carried away in a whirlwind of fire. Very dramatic there. And though he certainly died for his beliefs, the Christians of the world surely loved him, as he became one of the fourteen holy helpers, and one of the most prominent military saints. What we in modern times may remember him most by was how he was immortalised in the legend of St. George and the Dragon. This was a story that was started and kind of developed over the 11th and 12th century, uh, originated in Georgia, and tells of the fiery dragon causing panic in the city of Selene in Libya. At the time when George arrived there, this dragon was devastating the people of the city, and they had to leave out two sheeps every day for the dragon, but soon that wasn't enough, and they then had to draw lots and give humans of the city to be sacrificed to the dragon. Then one day, the lot came up as the king's daughter, who was chosen to be sacrificed, and no one was willing to take her place. Enter stage left George, who with a lance saved the girl and slayed the dragon. Apparently the king was so grateful that he offered him treasures as a reward for saving his daughter's life. But George, being the saintly man he is, refused, instead giving it to the poor. Apparently the people of the city were so amazed at what they had witnessed that they became Christians the next day and were all baptised. Remembering, of course, that this story was you know, distributed nearly 900 years after the man's death, you can fully understand the medieval romanticization of the saint and what he achieved. But it has created this uh, popular culture icon of the saint that is George. His perceived chivalry and upstanding attitude as a good Christian probably inspired many to go to their deaths and the killing fields fighting for Christ above during the Crusades to reclaim the Holy Lands from the infidels. And as you can imagine, having that sort of individual as your sponsor for that sort of fight, many rich medieval Christians would have built churches and wanted to aspire to be more like their St. George. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Toasted Tale podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in to me and hearing the story that we stumbled upon today. Now, I'm not out here saying that you need to have some kind of cause that you're willing to die for, but having a direction in your life, a belief, an ideal you're working towards can really have an impact. St. George was a Christian and died for it and then changed the way the world operates even now. And one small idea that you have today could grow as a seed into something much greater than what you originally intended one day. So go out there, 
grasp at ideas that you have and see how far they grow. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode of the Toasted Tale podcast and would like to support me in any way, then I have a Patreon, which gives you exclusive benefits like being able to listen to the Toasted Tale podcast ad-free, getting bonus content when released, and also listening to the Toasted Tale podcast a week early. You get all that, and you also get to support me financially. So thank you for anyone considering that, and also thank you for anyone listening as well. I look forward to speaking to you all again soon for another Toasted Tale podcast, and I look forward to seeing you again around the fireside.